two. guys welcome back to license to view this is a weekly pop culture podcast where two best friends get to get about pop culture stuff i'm jason that's zach what's going on man you know uh it's been a weird week here uh mostly filled with car troubles so that's you know always a oh, thing what's going on yeah well i got it figured out now thankfully but um so last last week last saturday i went to go to work and my car didn't start and I was fucking pissing my pants that I thought it was going to be the fucking hybrid battery, which is like two to $3,000 to replace. And I was like, if it's that, I'm not replacing the battery. I'm just going to buy a new car. So then mm-hmm. I'm also pissing my pants where it's like, well, I'm going to be without a car for like a number of days until I can figure that out. But um, that Saturday, that guy came... Uh, there was like a roadside assistance guy from a Toyota dealership because I thought they were going to have to tow it into Toyota. And then the guy pulled up and he like jump started it and it worked fine. And then it worked fine for like the next like, I don't know, like six days after that. Like, um, you know, I called out of work, so I didn't go into work that day. But like I went into work next day and it was all fine. And then yesterday morning I wake up to go to work and it just doesn't want to start again. And I was like, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me dude i thought we were past this shit so i had to be like an hour late to work uh to um to wait for this roadside assistance to come jumpstart my car but luckily you know we've got the home set up so i was able to get a little bit of work done at home before we came in so i wasn't just like completely you know out on my ass as soon as i came into work at like 7 a.m instead of 6 a.m but, um, so what, what was the – did they fix it? Yeah, so – well, that's the thing is that, yeah, then I went out of work. Then I – when I finished work yesterday, it happened again. So at that time, mm. I was like, fuck this. Like, at, if it still – if I it, it just let me start, I was going to just go and, like, just buy, like, a jump kit from, like, Walmart or whatever. But, um, but when it happened again yesterday, I was like, fuck this. Like, I just took it to a dealership, and then I ended up figuring out that it wasn't the hybrid battery – which I guess I didn't know this, but like hybrid cars actually have two batteries. So they have like the hybrid battery that like does the motor, and then they also have like a separate smaller battery that actually helps start the car. So I guess mm. that battery must have been like worn out or just like just wasn't keeping its charge or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So I had to get that replaced, and that was like three hundred dollars, which was like not no, no bueno, but you gotta do it. So. Well, I wondered too. Um, she's like a regular battery. Mm-hmm. I, I had to replace my girlfriend's or my, excuse me, my fiance's. Your fiance's, battery. yes. Yeah, I got engaged. Um, I had to replace her battery like a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. right? Um, so we, we had a jump kit, you know. I mean, she's on her way to work. Yeah. So I, I I went down there, parked in the parking garage, next to her car, took her car to a fucking you know, car place, whatever. Mm-hmm. I bought a fresh battery, had them install it. You know, like one of those like you buy a battery, we'll put it in free. Yeah. And it was like 80, 80 bucks. Yeah. So I wonder if like because the ba- the car is a is a Prius, right? Yeah. So I wonder if that that battery is like that's like a specialty thing. Well, I know that, like, it's, only they make. I know what the hybrid engine is that way. That's why it's like because with the hybrid, like if it was the hybrid battery, 
you basically have to go dealership and it's basically yeah like two thousand three thousand dollars if like yeah. that's the case um i don't know i figured i'm i might have been able to go to like a batteries plus maybe or something like that and like get a new thing but it's also just like prius cars are like just so weird like i don't know like if i was able to take it to like a battery plus or something like if they'd even have the battery that i would need or like if oh, they would no even idea. know like how to install it or anything like that like i don't even know because there was that yeah. saturday because i had uh i i asked one of my buddies who lives down here to to come meet me because i thought i was gonna like have to go to the dealership and then freaking when i was texting the roadside guys they're like oh yeah and you can't drive with the roadside driver if he tows your car and i was like oh right yeah fuck me so yeah. i asked my buddy and so um after he got it jacked up, we tried to go to like an auto zone. And I was like, look, can you just like test the battery and see if it's char keeping its charge? And the guy looked at it, like took the cover off because mm -hmm. the hybrid, the battery for the hybrid is actually in the, the back of the vehicle. But there's like a fuse box in the underneath the hood that you can check. And that's like where you jump it from, too. So he like took the, the cover off where all the fuses are and looked at it. He's like, oh, I can't do this. And then he shut the cover. And, sh and I was like, you you did the hard part like you already opened the cover and you like you had it already like just tell me if it's yeah. in charge he's like nah man we can't touch that and i was like are you fucking kidding me dude so that's why i was yeah. like yeah yeah probably forever they're gonna blow it yeah so that's why i was like yeah. but that's yeah that's the other thing is yeah i just think that a lot of people are like scared mess mess with hybrids because you know everything's around the battery so it's all like even if you if you mess something up with it like you can catch the car on fire like super easy if, yeah like, shorted or whatever so yeah so that's the other thing so yeah i mean i might have been able to get it cheaper if i went somewhere else but like at that point i was like i just want to get it over with so yeah well at least you know you take it to the dealership but you, you would hope that if, if it fucks up again you can be like hey i took it to you guys yeah you guys make the car yeah so i took it to you guys right. i paid 300 bucks you said it was gonna be fixed it ain't fixed yeah. what the fuck you guys figure it out because yeah. you guys said it was good to go yeah if anyone's going to know how to fix a Toyota, it's going to be Toyota. Yeah. Right? You would expect at least. Yeah. Well, hey, man, I'm glad that worked out for you. At least, yeah. You know, quasi. Um, but, guys, this is what we're doing now, right? We're doing the episodes of every week, which is a focused, uh, pinpoint, accurate review of something or a discussion of something. Laser focused. And, and then at the end of the month or a batch of episodes... We're going to break into this type of episode, which is the, what we've been checking out, which we used to do all the time every episode at the beginning of the episode and end the show with the review. Whereas now we're going to do it just a whole separate thing of just what we've been looking at, watching, reading, consuming yes. over the course of the previous month. Mm -hmm. That is this episode. Um, but first, before we even get to that, Zach, um, Breaking after news, sort of, yeah, after 19 months, I believe. Uh, After us just thinking have, that the movie was dead. Yeah, we finally have Afterlife, Ghostbusters Afterlife, trailer two. Yes. Uh, with with more stuff. Uh, a lot more stuff. Zach, how, how did you feel uh, about the trailer? Are you excited? How do you feel about after watching the trailer? Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, I think overall, I'm still... I think I'm about at the level I was when I watched the first trailer, which is I'm... I'm happy that it exists. It looks good. I don't think I'm, like, at the point... I just... The way we are in, like, movies and films the past couple of years, I'm just past the point of, like, having a hype meter for anything. I'm just like, mm -hmm. it looks decent. I hope it's decent. I'm willing to watch it. Uh, I like what I'm seeing a lot. 
in the trailer. I'm liking the the passing of the torch vibes you've got going on specifically with like it seems like there's going to be a lot of stuff with dealing with Egon and Egon's legacy and his family and you know that whole dynamic and whatnot and I like that um, a lot. I really like that they're going to be focusing on that type of thing and like the familiar familial passing of the torch, not just like the passing of the torch to like three random kids who just happen to show up. Like they have like a specific connection to the Ghostbusters mythology that they're Egon's yeah. grandkids or whatever. So I like that a lot. Um, uh, yeah, I think overall I was pretty happy with it. Um, you got the demon dogs back. So I guess Gozer's back. I don't know. It feels weird that well, we're going the, to Gozer so again. You, 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 um, I'm going to assume by what you just said, you didn't go frame by frame like I did. I didn't go frame by frame, but I did watch a breakdown on IGN that uh, okay. Jason Reitman did, and they pointed out okay. a lot of this. He he he. Um, I, I see. I saw that video too. Yeah, and he left out a ton of shit. Oh, I'm right? sure he did on, yeah. on purpose or whatever. Uh, go if you go back and wa- go watch Ghostbuster specific people on YouTube or whoever, mm-hmm. um, you see statues of Gozer, right, in the trailer. Yeah, but the problem is that like, first off, I want to say I I thought the trailer was great. Yeah, right? I really enjoyed the trailer. I think it, it's exactly what I expected to get. Honestly, was like more of the um, mystery of Egon mm-hmm. himself. Uh, I was expecting a Chewie were home. We kind of got that in a sense with obviously with with Ray's occult. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- so that was nice. Um, we got uh, Janine, which is a big question. Like, where is she at? Was she is she Egon? Is she the grandmother? Is she just the, a girl who still loves Egon? Who knows what what, what that it kinda is? Kind of felt yet. like she was just a girl that still loves Egon because it seemed like yeah because that's Egon's daughter. It didn't seem like they had a, like a familial relationship at all. So it kind of just seems like she was just somebody who was still really close yeah, to Egon. I could see it either way. I could see it how they could play it as though, you know, she was with Egon maybe after parents split up, mm-hmm. like maybe after Egon, whoever the mom is with Egon mm-hmm. to the daughter. They split up, which is why she's not in touch with her dad, and maybe Egon gets gets with Janine. Who I have no idea. It's possible. Um, but seeing her is nice. But the the biggest questions I always have is when watching it was like, I don't know how they're going to explain the Gozer statues looking like the way Gozer looked in New York, mm-hmm. unless they say the statues aren't old; they are built after New York. So that they people were watching it and they saw Gozer, the way that Gozer looks, and then and then built the statues. That would because make how, sense to me though, because in the context of the movie, nobody saw them battling Gozer. Like they saw them finding the state of Marshmallow Man because he's a fucking giant Marshmallow Man. But like nobody of. outside of the four of them saw what Gozer looked like. That we know of, you know, who knows? Well, I guess there could have been a whole people, maybe people in the building, or I don't know. But the, the the biggest question is if that's the form of the destructor or whatever. Yeah. That that Ray thought of on the spot. Right. How is that statue what that looks like? You know what I mean? There's no other, unless Gozer's like, by the way, fuck off. I lied to you. This is how I look all the time. <laughs> you know. Well, what I mean? the like, I think the 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 androgynous form is like. I think the base 
kind of form because the, the choose the form of the destructor was to stay above marshmallow man like that's kind yeah. of the the thing where it's like you can you can transform into whatever you're what is thinking it? yeah whatever you're thinking um yeah with the first thought in your head or whatever yeah but um so i think the androgynous form would be like i guess mythology wise that might be like the base form of gozer i guess yeah. maybe i don't know but then you have questions like okay well the the dogs are back, so who's the key master? Who's the whatever? All, all that stuff. Is, are they is just going to be dogs gonna be? now? Like, are, yeah, are they I, even going to do like key master and gatekeeper or any of that shit? Yeah, I don't know, but because um, I feel like also if you're like going to talk about like the key master and gatekeeper, like I feel like that was specific to like the the hotel type of thing where like the hotel was a portal, but maybe this is like because we already see the portal in the trailer, so maybe it's like a different type of thing where like you don't have to. I saw a really good theory uh, in a breakdown video. Like it was like a bunch of uh, Ghostbusters people, mm-hmm. like podcasts, talking about this. And someone in that podcast had a had a theory that like Egon moved to the town because the town was full of Gozer cult worshippers. And in the ghost trap that he has hidden in his house is like a terror dog or or something like that or maybe it's Egon himself or something like that crazy cuz like why would you why would he hide a ghost trap Yeah that's fair I mean I I get I totally get the the terror dog thing could be interesting cuz I think that especially with like seeing her unlock it like maybe that's the impetus for like the whole story is like she accidentally unleashes a terror dog in a city or whatever which is the key or yeah you know, whatever maybe he he has the key uh, to the gatekeeper and then he's hiding it from the whoever and then she lets it out which then in turn opens up whatever fucking Shandor has planned and whatever the fuck who knows hmm. um but overall i mean I, I i i liked it we'll see how it goes in november yeah because even though i am pre- impressed with what i'm seeing i also am re- a realistic and a natural cynical person and a fatalist so i understand that i mean as I think it can't it can't be worse than Ghostbusters two, because it's, it's a whole different. Well, it tone, can't be worse you know than I mean? Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. Well, I haven't seen it, so I don't even want. I don't even talk. I about mean, it. I just know by reputation it can't be as bad as Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. I just saw t- trailers for when it came out and being was just that's it. Yeah. So just not gonna watch this. I've watched multiple red letter media red letter media videos multiple times. I know it's trash, and I just don't. I know it can't be worse yeah. than that. It's it can't be worth a plinket review. It can't be. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. What, I'm sure I they'll guess. they'll I'm sure they'll review it and they'll be like, yeah, it sucked. <laughs> it's possible. I don't know because you know, it was a long time ago now. But when that first initial when the first trailer dropped, Jay and Rich talked about it a little bit, and uh, I remember them being like pretty hopeful about it. I don't think they were like. I mean, there's nothing in these trailers that specifically like would put somebody off unlike in like the 2016 ghostbusters where it's just like everything's fucking wrong in those trailers the the one thing that puts me off about uh afterlife it's just that i'm tired of finn wolfhard i'm yeah. just tired of him i'm tired of him being the go-to 80s kid well it's like the problem when he's the star he's the star of stranger things which is basically like the resurgence of all this 80 yeah, well, just just of... give him that. Don't make him have to be a kid in it, and then also a kid in Ghostbusters. Like it's three fucking things. Yeah. Like, dude, you're not you're fucking tw- seventeen years old or however the fuck old you are. Twenty years old. Like, 
it's not his fault, obviously. It's, he's taking jobs. I understand yeah. that. Make, make your money. But as the casting directors are like, oh, 80s? Got it. But we'll just put him in there. Yeah. And, and obviously, he's doing his job. People are going to watch it purely based because they like Stranger Things. And if they're a young person, they probably have never seen fucking Ghostbusters or yeah. Ghostbusters 2. You know, or real Ghostbusters or extreme Ghostbusters. They've never seen that shit because it's fucking years ago. Yeah. You know, so um, I get it. But uh, real quick, on a, on a tangent to Afterlife, unless you have any other final thoughts about it. No, not really. I know that I know that Jason Reitman also talked about a lot of their stuff being like more practical and stuff. Um, so I'm interested yeah. to see like a lot of how that works, especially with like them going back to like the demon dog puppets. Um, I'm interested in that. I'm happy to hear that they're doing like the mix of the practical and CGI. So yeah, I like the I like the cafe diner zombie. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. That was, I mean, that's another, like, I mean, clearly that's just a nod to, like, and Jason Reitman says it, was yeah, that's just a nod driver. to the, the, the cab driver zomb- yeah. zombie from the first movie. But also, like, those don't make any sense. Like, there are actual ghosts, and then you just have, like, these one random zombies that just zombies, like, makes yeah. no goddamn sense. Like, these no aren't sense. ghosts. At least they don't it's look like ghosts. Made... Like, they're not spectral. They're, they look like zombies. It's very strange. Yeah, it's, it's never made sense no. to me. It's like the one Even when I watch it, I was like, "Why? Why are you here?" I I watched them both last week, and I was like, "I still I I like the te- the cab driver. It's like a it's like a creep show. I like it. It looks cool, but like it makes no it just sense. doesn't make sense. It doesn't fit in the yeah. It doesn't fit into the theme of like it's it's not corporeal. It's act a physical. But I mean, I guess it's supposed to be a ghost because in when the scene happens, like you see like the spectral thing going to the yeah. taxi cab pipe or whatever. But then it's like. So it started off as a ghost and then became like a like so, it just doesn't so it doesn't make the, any sense. Was the cab empty already? Well, that's the thing we don't know. You don't see the like, cab it, before. Was, you just see the ghost driver... going to the tailpipe, and all of a sudden he's a zombie cab driver. Because I, I don't remember. Even though I just watched it last week. I can't remember that that scene specifically. Like, did the smoke? Did the go? Did the spectral go into the car and then the guy got in the car? Was the guy already in the car and then the, the ghost? What got no, into this, the car? No, this I I I know. The Spectre went into the car first, and then the okay, guy got okay. into the car. Yeah. So I would, I would just, I would just assume that the taxi driver was out getting a sandwich, and then, and then the guy's like, "Oh, I need a taxi," and then that's what happened. I don't know, maybe. Well, um, there's a lot of Ghostbuster stuff going on. A lot of Ghostbuster stuff going on. Um, yeah. Finally, uh, a year ago, a year and a half ago, when this movie was supposed to come out. Yeah. They were showing images of new, uh, what's called fright features, right? Ghostbusters toys. Um, and it's a, it's a callback to the old real Ghostbusters uh, figures that have a line called Fright Features, right? Okay. So it's an updated version of just another toy line because there's there's the Ghostbusters Plasma series, which is a six inch line. There's a there's the Kenner Classics, which are re releases of the real Ghostbusters figures. Okay. Um, and and this past week there's like Comic Con at home, and there Hasbro's been releasing a lot of shit for Ghostbusters finally because. It's been peg war, peg warmer central for a lot of these fucking toys. Yeah. Um, so there's the real Ghostbusters Ecto one comes out this month, right? Mm-hmm. So I have it on pre-order. So it fits the old cartoon, cartoon figures. Okay. Right, just re-release of that. Um, they showed new six-inch figures of the plasma line for Afterlife. So they showed um, the three old Busters. Okay. Right. They showed the three old guys. And then they showed the th- three of the new characters. Okay. But they left off the main girl, uh, Phoebe. 
They left her off. They did? For future... They, they said they're going to put her out at a later date for some reason. Maybe she's going to come oh. at Ecto-1 or something. I don't fucking know. So then know. who are, the, like, Finn Wolfhard's obviously one. Who are the other It's two? Finn Wolfhard. It's the, the black girl and I think the Asian guy or Hispanic guy or whatever. Mm. He's the guy in the, when there's a scene in the trailer where they're in the lab with Paul Rudd. Right. It's, one of the it's kids like the talking two, to Paul Rudd. It's, it's pretty much like Stranger Things, right? Yeah. It's like the two young kids and the two older kids. Yeah. It's like, that's how they're making the team, I'm guessing. Um. So they um, showed f- promo shots of those that are coming out um, whenever. I don't I have no idea when. But um, the Fright Features figures were apparently like up in the air. Some people got them a year ago because of shipping errors. And then they just, Hasbro just pulled them off. Like, no, this is an accident. You can't get these, right? We're going to wait till closer to the movie comes out. Well, they're hitting stores now. And... Uh, I was going to Georgetown today to look at some wedding stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go to Target before I go um, and see if I can get a toy hunt in. And I fucking found them. Oh, yeah? Right? I didn't get all of them because there's there's the four busters and then there's like three ghosts. There's like Slimer, Stay Puffed, and then there's the new ghost. Mm-hmm. I only got... I have um, the busters and I got uh the new ghost muncher i didn't care about getting stay puffed. is that the like blue ghost or whatever yeah it's the, the blue trailer? i have like seven okay yeah i have like 17 stay puffs so i don't really care yeah but um here they are still in package i got so here's ray right okay I see it that well ray all right yep bankman oh yeah right there um so there's that egon okay I dig um, it. Little new ghost there. You got Winston. Hell yeah. Alright. And then I'll pull out the bag here. I got the muncher. Right here. Huh. It's weird though, because yeah. he's just like a different ver he's just slimer. Exactly. I guess he's got two. And then I guess that's the difference. They also released at the same time. I, I think these are blind boxes of like different like Stay Puffed things. Huh. Um. So I bought two of them. I don't know. I haven't seen them. There's like little pictures on the on the back of them. So I figured I would just open. Go ahead. Open them real quick and just see. Oh yeah, pop them open. If I can not take forever to tear this thing open, because shit's fucking hard, dude. If I can't get it, I can't get you it. You got Hold the on. knife? Maybe. Oh, shit. I don't have one in here. Oh, shit. I don't have a knife in here. I usually do. I always, always have your handy-dandy knife when you're doing some unboxing. I know. Hold on. I think I got it. I think I got it. Yeah, I got, I got, I got it. Okay. Here we go. Here's here's one. We'll see what we got. Are they going to be like the mini Stay Puffs, I wonder? I, I, I think they are. It says in the, on the canister, this is not food. Fair so, enough. In case people think that's going to be a snacker. Okay, here we go. Oh, God, it's actually like Play-Doh. Oh, is it really? Yeah, here we go. That's what it is. Here we go. Oh, it's like marshmallow Play-Doh? Yeah. Oh, that's super weird. Yeah, it's like ectoplasm kind of. Interesting. Stay puff marshmallows. Marshmallows, okay. Yeah, because it's not like thick like Play-Doh. It's like a weird... It says says mini puff surprise, so I think there's something in there. Yeah, there's something in it. Oh, is there? Yeah, you can see kind of oh, a wrapper in there. Huh. I don't feel like touching it, though, right now. Yeah, that's so, going to be super sticky. 
yeah, we're gonna leave that for uh, for later. <laughs> so I've got those. Um, I'll put those in the bag, and then also I've got the Ecto. Oh shit! Right. Now that that marshmallow smells fucking like smells like think think back to when you were a kid and you had slime shit when you were a kid. Oh yeah. That weird smell. That's what it smells like. It's on my fingers now. Ooh. So the Ecto. Um, I have five fucking Ecto-1s now. I have this Ecto, the one coming in. I have two die-cast Ectos in my Detolf right now. And I have this fucking Lego Collector's yeah. one right there that I haven't built yet. Too many. I, I'm done with Ectos. I have too many. So, I got that. And I want to transition... I'm talking about toys, Zach. Okay. Into something... Okay. This is more you than me, Right? Okay. But I I do enjoy this movie. You know I enjoy it. But this is way more up your alley. Okay. okay I'm pre- I'm saying that now. And I, I thought about collecting this toy line. Um, this is a series, a franchise. I kind of I wanted to collect these toys like a year ago, and I dived in a little bit. I bought like two or three of these figures, but I didn't end up doing more. Um, so I just had the toys I bought, like just kind of somewhere, just kind of hanging out, just waiting to you know. For whatever, I had like three of them. Okay. But then I saw, they kept releasing things. I'm like, okay, that looks interesting. I I, I want that. I want. I'll buy that. Maybe that's worth it. But then I saw a month ago, it was Mattel, I believe. I'll find out in a second. Put up images in the UK, right? In a U in UK toy stores. Okay. Of hey, there's a set coming out. And I was like, I that's a fucking rad set. And then I went up in pre-order like a month ago, and I missed it completely on Target.com. Okay. Right? And then I said, hey, it'll be going live again in August. And then on YouTube, I was watching people hunt toys on YouTube, and they were fucking finding them. Uh-huh. So at the same fucking Target, I literally found all my Ghostbusters right here. I turned around. I fucking saw it. And I, Zach, I guarantee. This is 50 bucks. Okay? So it's, it's 50 bucks. Okay. I guarantee, Zach. This will make you, tomorrow before you go to work, go to a Target and try to find this. Okay. Because if you don't, you're a fucking liar. You are a liar. Oh, fuck. What? Damn, that's a good set. I'm trying to get the... Here we go. That is a good looking set. Yeah. Holy fuck. And they Is that for Dominion or whatever? Or what do they call it? This is just Jurassic Park. Legacy collection, okay. Legacy collection, but it ha- it's the uh, I can't get the angle right. Sorry. Damn, they got Doctor the, Grant. The bo- they got the big old good T Rex. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's the it's the boy. So whatever his name oh, is, Tommy not, or whatever the fuck his name is. Grant. Oh yeah, I see the ascot on him now. Yeah, it's the kid. Um, I have a, I have a Grant that I bought in package over there. Um, I bought him first, right? But this is the one that when I saw it, I was like, okay, I. The car alone. The car. I don't care dope. about the the T Rex. I don't. I could give less. I mean, shit the T Rex draws my eye more than anything else. But it, it is cool. But the the vehicle, like, so they released a um a Nedry set, right? Oh, okay. But it has his vehicle. The Jeep. Yeah. It's the Jeep, right? Or the whatever the this. Yeah. But this, this is the one that I everyone wants. That fucking so SUV? You know that, Hell yeah. You know people are going to be buying this set. Because one, it's cool. Yeah. 
but two because they want to fucking get like six of the fucking yeah cars. So I bought this. If I and they, there's a six inch line called the Amber Collection that they're slowly building up too. So there's that. And they just they just announced Sadler and Grant, but okay. We'll see if I go beyond this. Because they have they have L, they have a Sadler and they have Hammond and, and the smaller figure and they, obviously they have Grant I have him over there yeah but I saw that man I was like listen dude listen this is a go this is a this is a must yeah um and to wrap out my toy stuff real quick, I have look I was gonna bring it back I know I, you're gonna top Jurassic Park for me like that's that's a big one well it's a top for me okay, right? Jurassic, okay. this is cool the Ghostbusters obviously is a big deal to me. Uh, I have I have more fucking Ghostbusters toys than anything else now. I sold all my other shit, but um, I've been going through I don't know hot toys, right? Mm-hmm. I uh, just was like last week I was just randomly wanting to buy a hot toy, mm-hmm. so I found a guy in a group that I'm in, six scale figure group, uh, selling a fortieth um, anniversary Empire Strikes Back hot toys Darth Vader. Right? It's a sick fig. So I bought it. On a whim. Boom. Bought it. $300, right? Damn. And then, 20 minutes later, I some guy was selling a Qui-Gon Jinn hot toys. Boom. Bought it. Right? So I'm down the whole 550 5 whatever Right? Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. I love Darth Vader, obviously. I think Qui-Gon Jinn's a cool character. The figure is amazing. Right? But then later that night, I saw my white whale. I saw the figure that I m- missed years ago, and I, it's been a, it's been a, it's been haunting me ever since. And it was it's the Hot Toys Marty McFly. Uh oh. Row row, I think I think you're frozen, Zach. Uh, oh, you're back now. You I back? Gotcha. Yeah, I got you back now. Damn, it's been a while since that's happened to us. What happened? I have no idea, dude. But um, so I was saying that um, I let me. I said, but you were talking about your ask. white whale. My white whale. Did you hear what it was or not yet? No. Okay. So I, I found, I've been I've been looking for my white whale. I look all the time, right? I can I, I can find him. It's just that if the price is ridiculous. Yeah. Usually, at least for me, ridiculous for me. And my white whale is Hot Toys, six inch Marty McFly, from Back to the oh. Future One, right? And when it when it was coming out years ago, uh, on pre-order, I I added it to my cart seventeen times, like add to cart, delete, add to cart, delete, because I think the retail was like two twenty five, two fifty, mm-hmm. and this is back when I was in college, where like two fifty is like a lot of fucking money. It's a lot of, it's still a lot of money. And you know what I mean, especially when you like you have no full time job and it's a fucking toy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I can't fuck it. So I never bought it. And then very quickly they released Back to the Future 2 Marty and then Back to the Future 2 Doc. So I just missed out on all of them. They, they released the DeLorean that fits the fucking toy. Yeah. Right? That's impossible to fucking find out. So I've been looking as an adult who has no expendable income for a Marty that's not just for Marty 1 that wasn't going to you know, cost me $500. And I found a guy selling one. Um, it was missing a, it's, one of his jackets is missing one button, so he was selling it for three hundred and eighty dollars. Right? No, he was selling it for four for three for four hundred dollars, 
But then I liked I liked it on eBay. And he sent me an offer for three eighty, and I was like, I'm sorry. Immediate buy. Right. Ooh. So now I'm like, okay, shit. So now I have, now I'm in the hole. A lot of money. So I sold Darth Vader and Qui Gon to make up for my Marty. Right. All right. So now I'm feeling a little bit better about myself. And it's, it, what kills me is that four months ago, I was looking for this figure on my Facebook groups. Like, hey, guys, I'm posting the groups. Hey, guys, I'm looking for a back, for Hot Toys Marty, Marty 1. If anyone has one, like, yeah, I have one for 600 Yeah, I have one for six 650 And some guy will be like, hey, I have Marty 2 for 450 And I'm like, nah, I want Marty 1. So now I'm looking for Marty 2 now. $1,000. Eight hundred dollars. So I'm like, dude, the, this fucking toy collecting is a uh, a wallet. So pretty habit. much, I'm gonna stick with Marty One, and if I buy any other Hot Toys, it's gonna be very few and far between. Like they're, I feel they're like releasing... One Marty is pretty good. I'm happy with it. That's my goal. That's my that was my White Whale. You know, they're releasing um, Dark Knight and Batman Begins Batman, mm-hmm. and those are those those look like sick figures, dude. I know. Uh, and they're also releasing Batman Forever and Robin. Ugh, oh, those are fuck, sick figures dude. Too. Val Kilmer? Oh, shit. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Val Kilmer is 255 Oh, my God. Or 290 And I think Robin's like 240 or something like I that. I don't need Robin. I would just get it for Val Kilmer. And then Dark Knight, Batman is 290 Batman Begins, Batman I can't remember the specific differences between like Batman Begins and Dark Knight. I can't remember which costume I actually like. I think it's probably... Dark Knight, because I think that one has more articulation than. It, if you saw the suits on Sideshow's website, mm-hmm. you you would it's like very clear, and you'll remember Batman Begins. It's like stockier, yeah, like more like more plated, mm-hmm. um, thinner thinner neck for the Dark Knight, yeah. So, uh, that's dude, that's my toy haul, man. Okay. For the month, but what have you been checking out, man? I know, man. I'm, I'm, I kind of regret some of it sometimes. Oh uh, no, nah, man! You can't regret it. I mean, you know, as long as you can sell it later, then that's all that matters. Yeah. Even if you get in the hole well, a little bit, you know, stuff like that. Those appreciate value super, super quickly. So. Um. But what have you been checking out, man? All right, Jason. I'll make you a happy man this week. All right. Sure. So you know, right it's me. been a month. I ran through the one book while I was on vacation. I spent the last month running through the next book. Five and six of the Dresden Files, done. Kaput. I finished them. Uh, five. I guess we can go to just like five and then six. Um, five I liked a lot because Michael shows back up. And Michael's easily become one of my favorite characters in this whole series. Um, mm-hmm. So the fact that Michael showed up, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm in it. It's got demons. As soon as demon shows up, I was like, hell yeah, Michael's going to be in here because Michael's always coming around because that's how God works in this universe. So, um, and then it was, um, you got to meet more of the Order of the Knights of the, what is it, Knights of the Cross? Is that right? mm-hmm. So you meet the other ones, you meet the old Asian guy, and I was like, and then he died, and I was like, damn, you a real one, homie. Taking on the curse for Dresden, I was like, hell yeah, that's good shit. And then he met, like, the mm-hmm. Russian, and I was like, okay, he's, like, young buck, I get it. He's, like, trying to prove himself. And I was like, nah, he used to be possessed by a demon. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm digging that. I'm digging that shit a lot. And he's got his big, like, fucking uh, Highlander broadsword shit. And I was like, hell yeah, I dig that shit. So, um, 
think overall I was pretty happy with the the fifth one. And then Susan showed back up and like toyed with Harry's heart for like 400 pages. And I was like, God damn it, dude. God damn it. (laughs) Um, And then the sixth book came out and uh, I think I've been the happiest I've been reading this series, reading the sixth book. Because now Harry's got family. And I was like, Harry got family. Hell yeah. And I knew as soon as I got to that, I was like, oh, this is what Jason was talking about. When he's like, this changes mm-hmm. everything. I was like, oh, yeah, this changed mm-hmm. everything now. He's, he's got, like, somebody who, like, is now basically, like, through chance and, like, just the fact that they have the same mom. Now he's got a ride or die that will be with him mm-hmm. for until Thomas dies, I guess, if he dies. Which I feel like is going to be very difficult seeing as how he's a vampire, but... Um, yeah, he almost died like three alive. times in this book. So, yeah, you learn quickly that uh, vampires aren't the top of the food chain, which is weird when you think of it. Because then I just because I've already bought the seventh book and I like read the back and I was like, fucking vampires again? Like, what is with the? It's like seven it's books war. in and like four of the books have been about vampires. Well, because it's because it's um it's the war. That's what it, that's what it yeah. is. It's the war between the vampires and the wizards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and the power struggle that, that is in consuming the different courts. Yeah. Um, and there's obviously other things going on behind the scenes that um, happen during that war mm-hmm. that pull Harry away from focusing purely on killing vampires. Yeah. Um, or well, it seemed like this next one is kind of going to have to deal with that because, like, I mean, it is like a vampire, but he basically, the synopsis on the back is like basically a vampire tasks him to do some other jobs. So it feels like he's going to be going up against some other like, it almost feels like Indiana Jones-esque in a way where there's like some sort of like ancient, from what I read of the synopsis of the next book, there's like some sort of ancient artifact that like a vampire tasks him with like hunting down for them. And so he's basically also competing against these other people that are also trying to find this object um what's what's the book called again when uh, you're on i think it's hold on give me a sec got on my shelf book seven deadbeat 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 let me look at this real quick mm. it's like at the the thing's called it's like the words of agamagama or something like that i don't remember yeah this one I think I'm trying to think. Okay, hold on. This one was definitely one that I um This one's good, but it's kind of forget not forgettable, but it's definitely like after the book be- previous, you're kind of like, "All right, well, this is a good book, but the previous ones the previous kind of builds up book something. six changed a lot of shit, so yeah, and this doesn't really do that, but it adds more. Mm-hmm. It is good. It's a fun. It's a fun book. I'll say that it's a fun next entry. Mm-hmm. Uh, in oh, I'm looking at Wikipedia right now. This is kind of refresh my memory because yeah. there's so much stuff that happens. Um, okay, this this yeah, it's it's a good book, but I, there's some stuff that happens in it. Obviously, okay. I think the one after that, proven guilty is hold on let me do a quick little refresh here yes yes the book zach finished deadbeat fast please 
Finish it fast. Well, look, the book we don't after talk that... about this because I can't. Because now I'm trying to read Dune before Dune comes out. No, fuck Dune. Fuck Dune. Don't say Get that. Don't fuck Dune. I like Dune. No. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Dresden's better. Dresden's better. I'll say it right now. Dresden's better. But if I don't right? take the opportunity to read Dune now, I'm not going to start it in time to finish it before the movie comes out. Doesn't matter. Read, read a synopsis. You'll be all right. You have your whole life to read Dune. You gotta catch up the fucking Dresden before it's over. That way you can be you can read it while it's happening. But the book after Proven Guilty, uh, this is the one I was telling you about where the uh, Harry has to fight horror monsters. Oh, okay, that's the one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, um, so and I think what the problem was I had with Deadbeat is that, um, is it, it's Blood Rites, right? When you just finished. Yeah, Blood Rites. Yeah. Blood Rites changes a lot for Harry. It also Deadbeat. had that the the thing that you're talking about. It had the the first inklings of like Harry's more powerful than he thought he would be, and I also think yes. it has something to do with the demon coin that he picked up in book five. Yeah, because there definitely yeah, yeah, is yeah. that shit where basically his whole hand gets fucking burned off, except for the palm where he touched the coin. Yeah. Um. Also, does he? I haven't started book seven yet. Does he just get his hand chopped off and just get the prosthetic? No. No, no, no. He, he keeps his, his ruined in... hand? Um, I think what it is is that... I'm trying to remember exactly what it is, but I think that it's more so he can't heal it. Or it's either it's either he can't heal it or he uses it as it's a slow heal. Because eventually, eventually it heals to normal. I can't remember exactly oh, what the does? reasoning is. Eventually it does, yes. Interesting. Um, I think it's still it's still scarred from if my memory is correct. I would it's hope so. It basically looking. got like burned to the bone. Yeah, but it, it eventually he he he's Luke Skywalker pretty much for a while. Mm. Um, but so Deadbeat, um, proven guilt. I'm sorry, Blood Rights changes a lot for Harry. Deadbeat adds some extra mysteries like every book does. Mm-hmm. But then you get to Proven Guilty and it's it's like. Super high octane uh, third act, and then it changes the game even more. Okay, it, ch- it changes it even more. Yeah, I so mean, much... six changed so much because I mean, you get Thomas who is his brother, and then you also get him getting some sort of resolution with his mother, which is like six books of build up to that shit. So, yeah, because you're if once you hit um, um proven guilty mm-hmm. you're in the you're in the quick successions to uh the next five books to get to changes and he sets a lot of stuff up to um to just fucking make a great story okay so i, I i'm excited for you to read especially you like michael <sighs> dude i fucking love michael michael's such a good character he's a great character i don't want to spoil anything for you but um he is definitely in uh, Proven Guilty. I'm already down for it then. Yeah, he, he's it's a, it's a good book. It's a really fun book. It's a fun book too, specifically. Yeah. They're all fun, but this is like Proven Guilty is Proven Guilty when I look back on all the books stands out to me as being like one of my favorite. I don't know what the general consensus is amongst Dresden fans, mm. but for me it's like it changes Dresden's life even even further. Um, and I'm not going to say what it is or why I'm not going to give you that spoiler. Cause it's really, it's a really good reveal for you to like get that book and see it. But, um, it is, adds more complexity to his life. That's really entertaining, entertaining as a reader. Okay. So I, I would say that. 
for I'm sure. Down. I'm down. Word. Do you do you want to keep going or do you want me to go next? You can go next. Cool. Uh, well, man, um, I figured I'd go back and just kind of watch some bullshit from my childhood. Okay. Just kind of go through a little nostalgia trip. Uh, have you ever seen the fantastic movie Encino Man? I have not watched the Polly Shore driven Encino Man. No, I have not. Well, I wouldn't even say Polly Shore driven because to me, he's, he's the caveman, isn't he? A... No, 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 no. Wait, no, he's no, not no. the caveman. I'm about to fucking make you watch this movie, Zach. I don't think I, I honestly don't think I've ever even watched the movie. Okay, so here's what it is. I'll tell you the premise. The caveman. Two isn't high. It? Yeah, caveman. Okay. Two high school kids who are fucking dweebs. Yeah. Uh, one in particular is trying to, uh, make a girl like him that, that he likes, right? Obviously. Okay. Um, so his idea is that I'm going to build a pool in my backyard and then they'll come up, we'll have a pool party and then she'll like me. Okay. Well, while he's digging, he uncovers a f- frozen Neanderthal. Wait, he's in digging his, in his the backyard. pool by hand? By hand. Okay. And at the big, by the beginning of the opening of the movie is a big, big ass ditch in his backyard, and that character is played by Sean Astin. Oh, okay. So he's dig, and he is a shit bag in this movie. He's so fucking annoying. He's so selfish, but he, uh, so he's digging, and he, the him and Polly Shore, his best friend, find a caveman frozen, and they go to school, and they heat him up in their little shed, and they come back, and he's going crazy in the house, freaking out. And it's about them. And this caveman living their life in Encino and California, and they're just like having goofs. And Polly Shore is talking like Polly Shore does. He's saying stuff like "wheezing the juice" and "jeopardy" and Jeopardy. bullshit like that. And the caveman is actually the first film role of Mr. Brendan Fraser. Oh, yeah. So nice. that that alone is worth watching because he's go- he's so good in it. Nice. He's so good in it. It's such a stupid fucking movie. It's such a stupid movie, and and honestly, like, Polly Shore gets a bad rap like nowadays, but like in the movie, it, he's funny. Like, he's funny in the sense of the movie. Okay. You know, and in the context of it being like nineteen ninety three or four, whatever the movie came out, it's a funny movie for what it is, like a stupid bullshit 90s mm-hmm. teen coming of age type thing it's fun it's a fun movie um and Polly Shore is actually really great in it because Sean Astin's a dickhead so I, I I think it's worth watching uh if you have if you're just in the mood for some like nostalgia okay even if you even if you didn't grow up watching it, it's just a fun nostalgic movie um and it's a movie that I don't I don't know if they're on it's on blu-ray I had to look for it but it's Hmm. It's fun, man. So I I watched Encino Man. Okay. Nice, nice. Um, so one movie that I watched is uh, a newer movie that just came out. I watched uh, the Nicolas Cage feature, A Pig. Um. How was how was that? It was really good. Honestly, I think it's like one of like. Nick Cage's best performances in, like, a really long time. And not in the way that, like, Mandy was a good performance, which is, like, just Nick Cage, like, being good but unhinged. But, like, this is just Nick Cage, like, actually, like, flexing his acting chops and, like, showing that, like, no, motherfuckers, like, 
I know I actually know how to act. And I was like, I know you yeah. do. You just haven't shown me in a long time. So it's nice to see him actually like flex those actor muscles and uh, show his stuff. I think the way he's able to like go throughout this movie and um, I mean, it's a weird movie because it's called Pig. And it's about Nicolas Cage trying to find his truffle pig because the whole premise of the movie is that he's a mountain man who uh, hunts truffles because truffles are a delicacy that, you know, a lot of chefs use. And apparently, I didn't know this, but apparently there are pigs that specifically are good for finding truffle mushrooms. So in the beginning of the movie, his pig gets kidnapped. And so that starts him on this whole journey to try to find his pig. Um, But I think the great thing about it is that, you know, I mean, it's obviously him trying to find his pig the whole time. But you learn throughout the movie that the pig is also a symbolic aspect for him has a lot to do with like um his wife who passed away and it's also like you know it's sort of the metaphor of like him not being able to come to terms with the fact that like she's gone and i think there's a beautiful line that says it like near the end of the movie um where you know it's i think it's at the very end of the movie where um Nick Cage and the other guy. I can't remember his name, but he's the guy from Hereditary, and I think he's in another movie that uh, just came out recently, too. I can't remember his name. Um, but they're sitting in a diner together, and um, Nicholas Cage just looks at me. He's like, you know, I just really thought that at the end of this that I would find her. And, you know, it's really just, you know, him coming to terms with the fact that, like, his wife's finally gone. It's a really poignant movie, really sad and emotional um but i really liked it a lot uh great mm-hmm. script great performances um, well did he so did he find the pig no the pig died pig died pig died yeah actually it's it? like probably one of the sadder things where it's like he goes through all this this work up to like try to get this pig back and he like tries to impress the one character's dad who ends up being like this big like supplier of shit i don't know the characters' positions are like kind of screwy at some points, but um, basically it goes through like this whole dinner to like try to like bring out the, like the most sentimentality out of this character's dad as possible to like try to get his pig back. And you end up thinking, figuring out that like when these two like druggies or whatever that the dad hired to steal the pig, they actually ended up like being too rough and like the pig died like before he. So like, they 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 stole the pig because they wanted to find truffles. They stole the pig. So they stole the pig, actually, not because they wanted to find truffles. The dad wanted the druggies to steal the pig because Nick Cage was working for the dad's son, who's actually doing like okay. his own like truffle thing. supplying business. So he basically tried to like put his son out of business because mm. he's like, oh, if I steal his truffle pig, he won't be able to find truffles anymore. My son won't have any business anymore. He'll have to come crawling back to me. Because he basically thinks, gotcha. like, his whole... There's a lot of different, like, character dynamics that are going on. But, like, you basically figure out that, like, he thinks his son's, like, an inferior person. And he, like, looks down on him, basically. And he's just, like, waiting for his son to, like, crawl back. So he can, like, stick him in the desk job. Because, like, he has no faith in him as, like, a salesperson and whatnot. So. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I, I, um, I saw the trailer... And I just—I really just didn't have any desire mm. to watch it, and even though I actually you know, really I didn't—I hadn't even seen the trailer. Really, I just saw, 
I'd, I heard a few people talking about it. I can't remember where, but then I saw Red and Leonard Media's video on it. Um, and yeah. I was like, you know, that sounds interesting to me. And I'm always willing to, like, watch movies where actors finally decide to give a shit about the material that they're doing. So, See, I, I, I think the thing is that I... I am a product of B action movies. Mm. That's my whole life. Yeah. I've said it a thousand times. Blood Fist, Cynthia Roth, that's Cynthia Rothrock, Don Wilson, all, all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Martial Law. Those crap movies that I that are crap to people. I think they're amazing movies. Yeah. So to me. I love Nicolas Cage, right? I don't love Nicolas Cage when Nicolas Cage is fucking acting. I love Nicolas Cage because I know he can act. It's never been a question. I've never been like, oh, Nicolas Cage is returned to form. No, he's always been fucking good. He is always good. Even if the movie is him being fucking goofy, he's good. Right? It's Nicolas Cage. It's like Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is not a good actor. But also, he's a good actor. Yeah. I just rewatched Speed the other day. Yo, he is not acting in that movie. He's just saying shit. Everyone else around him has to fucking cover his ass. But guess what? He is fucking... He's so good. Yeah. He pulls you in. And Nicolas Cage, in this movie... I'm glad this movie came out, right? Mm-hmm. Just like with Mandy, because people said the same thing about Mandy. Nicolas Cage returned to form. Mandy can't... Listen... But the thing is, the thing about Manny is that, like, really, if you look at Manny objectively, it's not Nicolas Cage returned to form. Like, I, I, clearly, he's like he gives a shit about the movie, but it's also like him being like a fucking psychopath for like fifty percent of it. So the, 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 the thing is this: when people say like, "Oh, Nicolas Cage is trying again," he his career was built on him being Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Listen, his early '80s stuff. He's a teen, he's a pretty boy, he's acting, right? Mm-hmm. And you get to the 90s, you get Leaving Las Vegas, he's doing some good Wild shit. Bringing Out the Dead later, he's doing good shit, right? Peggy Sue Get Married, all this stuff, right? He's good, right? But what made him a household name was him being batshit crazy. Was him being goofball. Was yeah. him at Con Air, Gone 60 Seconds, right? The Rock. That's what made Face him off. rich. Right, exactly, right? So I love that, right? I don't, I don't ghost Ghost Rider. I don't need him to be like, people be like, well, he's he's trying this time. I don't think that's one of the a... movies that people normally bring I... up as Nicolas Cage's bright spots. No, I'm telling you that I like Ghost Rider. People don't like Ghost Rider. I, but even if you look at Ghost Rider, that's not him being like batshit crazy. That's them being like. No, that's him being Nicolas Cage. It's like him being like normal dude who also like has a skull head. You watch the reviews of that movie came out, and people are like, this movie fucking sucks. Nicolas Cage is not trying. Nicolas Cage doesn't have to try. He's Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. He's good all the time. Right? Because you have to understand the guy's acting persona. If you go if you go watch the YouTube video uh, of him explaining his career, I think I think it's like a GQ video. Yeah. It's like Nicolas Cage breaks down his career or whatever. He says it right out the gate. Like, I am inspired by these people who are fucking crazy. Yeah. And I wanted to build characters that were fucking crazy, right? And I look at that and go, I got you, dude. I, you don't have to explain to me, Nick. I understand what you're doing. 
you grew up reading comic books. I got you. Yeah. Because in any other world, if it was the, if it was if his career now that we have he has now was in the '90s, he would be blockbuster fucking top guy. Yeah. Blockbuster top, and I would have been fucking there. But it so happens that back in the '90s, he wasn't blockbuster top guy. He was just top guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like for me, I'm like, Pig. I don't want to watch. I'm sure it's fine. I have no problem. If I if it if it was on one day and my girlfriend or my, my fiance was like, "Hey, you want to watch?" I'm like, "Oh, fucking weird choice, but okay, right?" But what I am excited for Pig is that when eventually Pig Two comes out and it's John Wick. That's what I'm excited for. When he needs some extra cash money and it's fucking Pig Two and it's John Wick. That's what I want. I want him to walk to his cabin and break through the wood floor and pull out fucking submachine guns. And wherever the movie takes place in, he just starts murdering murdering people <laughs> for his big. So That's fair. Um I'll go real quick. Yeah. I uh I watched Black Widow in IMAX. How was that? I thought the movie kind of blew. Yeah. I, uh, I I heard that Black Widow, it's not even really her movie, so. Mm. I mean, yes and no. I think um, I got really frustrated for a second because I, I finished the movie. We walked out of the movie theater, my fiance and I. Mm-hmm. And she, she said she loved it. And I was like, I thought that the... The, the story was terrible. The familiar acting of the characters and the themes, I'm fine with. The theme, the theme of family, the theme of uh, faking a family to but it being real, I'm fine with all those themes. Everyone else in the family was great. David Harbour, Rachel Weisz, um, Florence Pugh, they were great. But Scarlett Johansson sucked. Mm. She had no depth, no emotional anything. Her range was so trash. And I didn't care about her journey because I know where she goes. And she I know that it doesn't dies, matter. Yeah. She fucking dies. And they ruined Taskmaster as a character. Um, not even because they gender bent her, right? I don't care about that. Well they made him but, they did the Deadpool shit where they made him like they made her like yes. a mute. They're all the cockiness. Just go yeah. play MVC three. And then play as Taskmaster. Yeah. Put him on your team. He is talking out his ass yeah. all the time. It's entertaining. Um, and they ruin it by not having him actually, or not having her actually have an, an ability. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's a fucking computer program or something. It's stupid. Um, the Widow program itself is very, like, kind of, like, generic and boring and not really important. And the fight scenes were choreographed like Garbo. Yeah. Like garbage. Just so stupid. So stupid fight scenes. And purely on a um, nitpicky, like, I don't really want to call it. Um, they changed Taskmaster to a woman, right? Mm-hmm. I don't care. Fine. I don't give a fuck. Do it. Yeah. But don't have the stunt person who's in the suit be a man. Which is what they did. Yeah, that makes I'm sense. watching. I'm watching the movie being like, that's a guy. That's clearly a dude. Yeah. Took the mask off. Different person. Clearly. Put the mask back on. That's a fucking dude. Yeah. And I saw. I was like, I wasn't sure. I couldn't confirm. Then I saw a fucking set photo. I'm like, that's a. F- I fucking knew it. So you couldn't find a stunt a stunt woman who could just do these. They're there. They're there. Yeah. Just fucking do it. I watch or, them on note all the time. They're there. 
Yes, yeah, so or what were you trying to do? Have her be big and imposing, and then like try to like switch her rule? Like, what? You, what what's the fucking point? Yeah, it serves zero purpose face to the story. The armor, you know, she's not that big and imposing, so. Yeah, it, it ruined the pace of the story, just that character completely. It served zero purpose. The, there was no resolution to that character's conflict between her and Scarlet uh, and Black Widow. How'd you feel about Martin it, Scorsese as the villain? As the villain. Oh, that that was Jay's bit, right? Yeah. Was, was it Martin Scorsese or someone else? They said it was Martin. They their their bit was that it was Martin Scorsese because Martin Scorsese had that bit where he said that Marvel movies were basically yeah, oh, yeah. or some shit. Yeah, yeah. See, it's Ray Winstone, and I like him a lot, so I, yeah. I knew who I know who he is. But um, the villain was pur- purposeless. Yeah, purposeless. And don't even get me, I, dude. I the pheromone shit. I read that and I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Fucking stupid. So and stupid. Then re- did you did you read about how she got got around it? Yeah, she fucking broke her nose. I was like, "So fucking stupid." Fuck off. And then you and then I she was like she broke her own nose and then I, and then I saw in the video he was like, "Oh yeah," and like. Two minutes later, like you can't even tell that like her nose is broken, like it's completely fine again. Well, she she puts it back in place. Oh, so then it's just magically realigned. <laughs> the, the nerve is just back in place. What really kills me? I literally like turned to my my fiance and laughed in the theater because we're in IMAX. It's packed. It's slammed. Yeah. I fucking when there's a scene in the movie where they're showing the red room, uh-huh. right, which they talk about in the other movies. <laughs> And it shows all the Black Widows training, and they all have guns out, and they're doing like maneuvers, mm-hmm. like 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 a karate kata, like like ha ha, ha with, with a gun, and they're like it's in the trailer, and they're like doing slow, unathletic, boring looking spin moves with the gun, and they're doing why the fuck would you do that? I was I was telling yeah. my fiance, if you want to see this exact scene done well, John Wick three. I was about to say yeah, just do John Wick three. You have John Wick walk through his orphanage, and you cut through to the the boys and girls doing ballet and the judo and the wrestling and the that it's infinitely better. Yeah. And then this movie, they just copped out on trying to make them seem like super spies. It just was not a spy movie. Like, yeah, I don't understand. The director just had to watch Winter Soldier. Just watch Winter Soldier and fucking do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just was. It, these black widows had their like mind controlled and like yeah with a computer iPad like it was just fucking stupid. Listen, they had the weird MacGuffin with like the red goose shit that like made you unbrainwashed, yes. which made no fucking yes. sense. I was like, I don't know. I just Marvel's just going downhill, the, dude. I'm just sick of it. The like. highlights of the movie, it's literally fucking Red Guardian, um, Yelena, and then the bomb. That's the highlight of the movie. Yeah, they were fun together. They had a good chemistry. The acting was good. It was goofy, um, entertaining, mm-hmm. but everything else that was external just felt like a waste of time. Yeah, just stuff was just happening for no fucking reason. Like why the the whole plotline? She moves away to hide, mm-hmm. and then oh, this guy's back. I thought I killed him. You didn't kill him. Okay, well I guess I'll go try to kill him now. Why? Yeah. Why? You have literal Captain America as your friend. Yeah. You have Thor as your friend. You don't think that you can just... F- what? Why the fuck do you care? Yeah. Well, my my sit... You didn't give a fuck for fucking 20 years. You didn't give a shit that you give a shit. Yeah. It's just like... Why? For the sake of movie? It's, yeah, I mean, I think this is definitely the casualty of like... 
it just feels shoehorned in because it's a movie that should have happened like before before Infinity. It should have happened before, before like, Endgame. Yeah, it should happen. Well, it definitely should happen before Infinity. War. It probably should happen before like Avengers two. Honestly, she should have had her own movie a long time ago. And so, the fact that it's like, yeah, like, I mean, there's no stakes in the movie because you know she's not going to die in this movie because she dies in Endgame. And did you see the um, the uh, end credit scene, or did you know? Did you read about the end credit scene? I heard that. I didn't know exactly what it was, but I heard that it got spoiled by whatever happened in some Disney Plus show because this was supposed to come out yes. before the Disney Plus show, and the Disney Plus show came out first. Well, yes or no? So they were gonna have. Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus show up in the in the she's in the after credit scene mm-hmm. and I guess it was supposed to be like this the first time we see her, but the first time we, we would have see her no, was in the Black Widow movie. Yeah, okay. but there's no context, so they put her in uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. That way we had an idea of who she was. Okay, so it was like a big deal. But at the end of the movie in the after credit scene, the her sister Black Widow sister is at the, her grave site, mm-hmm. and then she's working for Julia Julia Dreyfus, which is like. She's like a new Nick like Fury a, or whatever. Uh, it's like a different type of like bad guy, anti-hero oh, kind of okay. kind of thing, I guess. Right? Like the Thunderbolts. I, I, I thought it was supposed to be Thunderbolts. I don't know for sure. I, I haven't. Mm. I don't know the character enough to, to tell you. Yeah. Um, but then she hands her like an envelope and she's like or like a folder. It's like, do you want a chance to kill the person that killed your sister? And it's a picture of Hawkeye. Oh, so it's for the Hawkeye show. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't give a shit about this, Also, dude. that's like, so, I don't know. I mean, that whole show is going to be like Hawkeye trying to clear up a misunderstanding because he definitely didn't fucking kill Natasha. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Hey, how this easy? Just shoot her with a bow because you don't miss. Yeah. You're fucking Hawkeye. Oh, you, like, that's the oh, only so thing you, that you're relevant for is they like, don't oh, miss. Oh, you miss? Okay, show over. Yeah. Like, that show should be literally just him one-hitting everybody, right? Because yeah. you don't miss. Yeah. Just, it just, it's just, I don't give a fuck, dude. I don't care. Yeah, literally, like, I'm just Sh- over Shang-Chi... I think Shang-Chi's the one thing that I'm, like, interested in, but if that movie turns out to be garbage, then, I'm like, I'm just done with Marvel, because I just don't well, care. Well, it's not going to be great. We know that's not going to be great. I... Shang-Chi? Yeah, I it's, it's going to be fine, it. probably. It's going to be fine. But you know the martial arts going to suck. It's going to suck. It's gonna be fine. The martial arts in Mulan was terrible, and this is also Disney. Well, it's not the same person doing it, though, is it? Uh, no, but it's also they don't they don't have the way that America views action sequences in major movies is not the way that you want to they want to watch the raid. You know what I mean? Like they don't they think that Jason Bourne is a good action sequence. Yeah, that's fair. Liam Neeson does get a lot of movies. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just, like, fucking quick-ass cuts of just hands flopping around. Like, you don't fucking see anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I I don't know. And, like, people are going to expect that, what's his name, Simu, whatever his name is, like, hey, you're an Asian guy. You you, you should, know Kung Fu, you right? Sh- you should know Kung Fu, right? Like, I heard some bullshit like that. And there's some famous people who are actually great action people from Hong Kong, so... I think it's going to be fine, but for me, the, I'm going to see all the movies forever because my fiance loves them, right? Yeah. And they're, fu- and they're fun. They're something to watch, even if they're not great. I like backing on them. But Spider-Man, that's my big hope. What's the next one? Uh, what's it called? Spider-Man. Something. Uh, it's home something. They're always home in the fucking thing. Some, whatever. But the point, the point is that it's like 
fucking Tobey Maguire? So I'm hoping for. Is that supposed to be I mean, Spider-Man or is that supposed to be the Doctor Strange movie? Spider-Man. Is Doctor Strange the multiverse movie? Yeah, Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah, Spider-Man. Doc Ock's coming back, so is Electro. It's, yeah, it's... it's uh, what's... If you watch Loki... No, I haven't watched Loki. I haven't. Wa- the, I still haven't watched any of the Disney Plus. No, I'm saying. I'm saying if you watch Loki, you'll you'll know why Spider-Man can have this multi-dimension. They well, I know the, they the set basics. Up the of, I mean, basically, they what the they fucking kill Kang the Conqueror, and somehow that like makes all the timelines possible or some shit. Yeah, I think that was that he uh, the one Kang that was around was preventing other timelines from stemming out yeah so his tva prevented it was like the second yeah. time there's some shit so they yeah. they didn't let other multiverses happen but then they killed what was it he yeah. who lives on or whatever the fuck it's king yeah. the conqueror they killed king the conqueror and so then multiverses can happen well i mean the point was that he, that version of king was not king the conqueror that wasn't oh so there's a different king the conqueror because the multiverse happens so right another so king is now actually there's infinite the versions of king the conqueror yeah he says in his little speech he's like I've gone by many names, blah, 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 many versions of myself. I'm not that bad. There are worse ones of me, which obviously hence, hence the character of Conqueror. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's interesting to see, to be able to see Tobey Maguire again. Um, and it would really set up Miles Morales. Like, it would set up, like, mm. it could, it, that would include, in my view, that would, Spider, yeah, Spider that would versus include movie. Earth. Or what is that? What's that timeline called? Oh shit. I can't remember what it's called. I don't know either, but it would include Spider-Verse. And then what's stopping them from just having a Spider-Verse live action movie? Because the voice actor who plays Miles Morales is like, he's a younger guy. He's yeah. a fit guy. They look exa- identical, but like... It's, a, you it's can, close you, enough. You could you can swing it, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, Zach, what else you got, dude? Um, so the next thing I got um, was that um, I guess it's kind of a twofer. Um, so B Stars season two is out. I finished that. Um, really good, you know. Um, I really like the. I mean, it's basically you know the first one is kind of like the the setting up of like the Degrassi romance kind of stuff, and then it ends with the. The whole raid on the mafia. Season two is definitely more leaning into like the murder mystery aspect of it, where you figure out who killed the the herbivore that you know sets off the whole story in motion at the beginning of the series. Um, and that's got a pretty satisfying conclusion. I like it. There's definitely stuff that I feel like they cut out of it, which I'll get to a little bit later. But um, but overall, I really liked season two a lot and then you know they announced season three like a couple of days after season two premiered so i'm down for that because season three is when we get to good shit because that's when Lagoshi yeah. leaves school he's living by himself he's got his criminal record because he ate me uh he's you know doing his you get a lot more of the like the slice of life stuff you meet see animals and it's not like you get a lot more diversity in the cast a lot too it's not just students like you get people from like all sorts of like different walks of life and like different economic and socioeconomic backgrounds and stuff like that um and then it's also when you start to get into melon which i think is probably going to be the ending of season three is probably going to be the first introduction to to melon as a villain i'm like hell yeah i can't wait for melon to get animated because 
I also finished the Beastars manga. Um, I picked back up from where season two uh, left off, uh, chapter-wise, and read the next... I think it's, yeah, it's like 100 chapters because there's like 100. Wait, it's, it's over? Yeah, it's over. There's it 196, Damn. it's over. Um, how, how does it end? Spoiler, tell me. Uh, okay, spoilers for the ending of uh, Beastars. Um, honestly, the ending is like kind of overwhelming for me. Or not overwhelming, underwhelming for me. I feel like there was definitely a thing where the ending of the Melon Arc happens. And I like the ending of the Melon Arc. Uh, they basically have like an entire showdown in the back alley market uh, between all the different. Because at this point, Melon is the head of the the line mafia, and so there's basically ends up being like this battle royale for control of the back alley market between the lion mafia headed by Melon. Um, there's a Komodo dragon mafia, a fox mafia, and a leopard mafia. Um, so I dig all that shit. Um, and then Lagoshi shows up by himself with no mafia because he wants to take down Melon and arrest him because he's killing all these people. So basically he ends up being able to take out Melon. Uh, Melon gets put in jail. Um, and then you have like... Hold, a couple... hold on. A, a deer? He's not... What is he again? He's not Melon? A deer, right? He's, he's, a, wolf. he's, he's a, a wolf. No, he's... Make here is a wolf. Oh, yeah. Lagoshi's a wolf. Yeah. A wolf beats a lion? A wolf beats melon is a hybrid, so he's okay. half leopard, half gazelle. Okay. okay um, so he ends okay. up taking him down. Yeah. Um, That's more realistic than a lion. Yeah. In the in the realism of of human shaped humanoid animals. Well, I mean, I guess even the, with that being it, said, I mean, I mean, yes and no, because then in the in the context of the story, Lagoshi is technically part Komodo dragon, part gray wolf so let's still his grandpa was a komodo dragon who fell in love with a wolf and then his mom was a pure like half and half like komodo dragon wolf and he's i guess it's a fourth komodo dragon and like three yeah, he's mostly wolf. wolf but he's got komodo dragon in him i'm just saying that that mix means nothing for combat if i'm if i'm here's one thing i have no knowledge of beast i watched the two episodes yeah right um, but in my mind, when I think of like combat in this world, right? Mm -hmm. Wolf, sure, right? But wolves hunt in packs, so okay. But lion, lions, lions are big. Lions are big, though. You know what I mean? Those things are massive. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess in that aspect, I wouldn't really, as far as like the difference between, like, a wolf and a lion, I wouldn't get too hung up on that. Like, there's definitely size differences between some of the animals. Like, bears are definitely bigger than, like, wolves and lions and everything else. And, like, elephants and, like, other animals like that are, like, definitely, like, on the bigger spectrum. But there's a certain point where it's, like, all, like, big cats are kind of, like, around the same size. And, like, the Goshi's, like... He's actually... I think he's... Lions are, like, beefier, but Lagoshi's bigger. Like, he's taller. He's a little lankier, though. He definitely beats up, though. I just know that, like, I'm not, I am no Steve fucking Cor Corwin, Kerwin, Irwin. Steve Irwin? What's, 
What's the white guy's name? The, the other white guy. The, Amer- the American guy. No, the American guy. Oh. Jeff Corwin? Jeff Irwin? Jeff Corwin? Jeff Corwin. That's maybe, what Maybe. I'm no Jeff Corwin, right? But I'm just saying, like, this goes back to my thing about, like, rules of a world. And this, obviously, this is a completely made-up thing, so I get it. But, like, wouldn't you think that, like, wolves are not big, right? Like, they can get big, like, 100 pounds, 80 I pounds, mean, 200 big. pounds. They're bigger than but most dogs. Lot, a lion, though, five hundred pounds. No, I, don't, I mean they're not big as a lion, that's for sure. But you know, so I'd, I'd be like, one of all the big cats, pick? like the lions are like the biggest. I mean, lions and tigers yeah. are definitely the biggest. But like in the context of this manga, like they have leopards and cheetahs running around, and they're all basically like a similar size to like a tiger or a lion. <sighs> I, I would hope that I don't know. I don't know what the average weight of a cheetah is. I, I feel like it'd be lighter than five hundred pounds. But I would expect them to be fucking fast as shit. They definitely look fast as shit. Are they fast as shit in the manga? Uh, you know, I don't know. You don't actually see them like going like I don't know. You don't see one like a track tube or anything like that, or anything. There's no like, but there's no, there's like no fighting though. They don't fight. No, they fight. I mean, the cheetahs don't fight. I mean, it's the okay. the mafia is like the leopard mafia. So because I, I think it'd be cool. Like, there's I mean, not like, like a cheetah, cheetah fighting. Like a cheetah fighting is like Bruce Lee, like fucking like lightning speed. Yeah. Um. So so what happens to Lugosi at the end? Spoiler. Um, he ends up uh, by being able to take down Melon. He ends up uh, getting his uh, criminal record kind of scrubbed, and then he basically ends up proposing to Haru. But like, they don't actually—I don't know. It's very underwhelming. Like, there's a lot of character stuff that is like kind of just thrown in. There, it feels like there's. It almost feels like the manga was canceled, even though I know it wasn't. But it feels like yeah. there's the last three chapters are like trying to like put bows on like a lot of the character stories that have that have happened in the story. Like Lewis, you think he's gonna get with Juno because they've had like a thing going on for each other. So you think there's gonna be another like carnivore? What happened? Wasn't he a mafia boss or somebody? Yeah, he's the mafia boss of the lions. Okay, okay, gotcha. Which makes no fucking sense. It kind of makes sense in the context of, like, the story, and it makes... The story-wise, like, it wraps itself around it, but, like, looking at it from, like, face value, it makes no sense. That he's And he's the, the deer. Yes, he's the deer. Is he part lion? No. He's pure deer. No, he was actually used to be food in... He was actually supposed to be food in the back alley market before his dad, who was the head of this, like, big business conglomerate... Uh, bought him from the back alley market because he couldn't have a son. So his dad's a deer. His dad is also a deer. Yes. Okay. Is he become mayor or something? No, he just ends up becoming. Uh, Lupus ends up becoming the head of the company. So. Okay. So there's no funny ending for Lugosi. Just like he's kind no, of... it's kind of open ended. Like I mean, it's basically oh. like implied that they like get married or and are together, but like it's not spelled out. In the, in how does that work that's a rabbit that's like that's like the number one thing that like even in the manga they're like i don't know how this is gonna work it's a tiny ass rabbit it's a tiny ass rabbit is a big ass wolf a there's definitely a point wolf. where like she looks at his penis and she's not like aghast by it so i guess he doesn't have like a huge cock or something like that but <laughs> i think that it's what a this person uh, baki's daughter 
She's right? got a new Whatever manga her... coming out that does not have animals in it, and I'm actually excited to read it. But it's definitely still got that oh, art sure. style. It's definitely like she has a very distinct art style, and like yeah. you looked at like the title. Or there was like a spoiler page or whatever it was for a new manga, and I was like, yeah, it's definitely the creator of B Stars. Like it definitely just yeah. looks like B Stars characters, but as humans. Well, I was gonna say that you know, um, whatever her name is, I can't remember her name, but ba- I think the it's guy Baru Baki's something. Daughter. I don't remember. Yeah, Baki's daughter. Uh, I feel like it's, this is completely speculation. There's there's probably zero zero truth to any of this. You know, I forgot that she's Baki's daughter, but I definitely could get some of those like. I could definitely kind of see some of that Baki influence, specifically yeah. in like the physicality of some of the mm-hmm. the the characters in B Stars. Like, there's definitely points where like their physical stature and like the way that their bodies look is like, yeah, I could see that. I could see her like getting some influence from her dad. Yeah, well, I was gonna say say that um, you know, it's almost as though like she watches Utopia. <laughs> And realize that a lot of people really want to see those animals do it. Yeah. So she's like, let me let me do something where like maybe they can, <laughs> maybe they can, you know? Because all, all all I remember walking out of Zootopia and all I saw online was like, yo, there for that 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 bunny. I was like, the fuck you, dude. What? What are you talking about, man? But then again, I, I I make fun of that. Even though I remember being a kid watching fucking Goofy movie, being like, vaccine. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I I get it. She's a dog yeah, person, but yeah. Yeah, I get it. Whatever. Woof, woof. Whatever the fuck. Uh, Zach, what, do you want to say anything else before you... Anything else about Beastars? Anything else we got going on? No, I mean, that's it. I mean, overall, I was pretty happy with it. I mean, I just think that... I think for me, I wanted a more defined ending for Haru and Lagoshi, And I also think that... I just didn't like Lewis, Lewis's relationship at all. I don't like. I didn't like his ending at all. Like I thought he was gonna get with the other female gray wolf because they basically had a thing for each other and they basically like acknowledge at one point that like they have feelings for each other. And then he just like goes to like his arranged marriage and he's like, "Nah, fuck you. I can't do this because like society and shit. So I'm gonna go be uh... with this female deer who was arranged marriage from when I was like five years old because that's what my daddy wanted." And I was like. Yep. Come on, dude. <laughs> you know, you know, you want to some of that wolf pussy. Like, you know, you. Yeah, right. So that's funny. Uh, well, Zach, dude, the, la- the last thing I've been doing, and it's not much. I've just been doing it recently. Okay. Um, I'll end. I'll end it with this. My list for the month. Okay. I've been uh, doing some more Columbo watching. Oh, okay. If you remember, I was watching Columbo. It's been a while again. since you talked about Columbo. Yeah, it's been a couple months since I was watching Columbo, and um, I'm back in it. Um, it's one of those shows that I, I love, right? I love the show so much. And it's one of those shows that there's – the episodes are they're, – they're an hour and a half long. Like, they're full movies pretty yeah. much each episode. And there's so many that, like, I I always thought that I watched most of them growing up, mm-hmm. but there's no way I did. You know what I mean? Because there's this. I watch them on TV. Yeah. And they, they don't play shit in order. You know that. You know, reruns on TV, they don't play yeah. shit in order. So, like, I'm just catching stuff here and there from different, you know, him in different ages or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I'm rewatching it in order, or, you know, half rewatch, half first watch for some episodes in order. And I'm having a great time. And it's like, just draws you in. Such a great acting. He's a great character uh, as Columbo, Peter Falk. It's pretty much like. 
Sherlock Holmes if he was a, um, if he pretended to be an idiot. Like he know he knows he's smart, and the bad guys always learn he's smart, but he pretends to be a goof. So it's like Sherlock they, Holmes if he pretended he was Mister Bean. Uh, less 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 stupid. Okay. More like just aloof, right? But in reality, he's like, I figured you out in the first five minutes. And the one thing about Columbo that's really nice is that every crime, every bad person, is a well-to-do person. Right. Okay. So it's like it shows you that like crime is not like just following like a bunch of like oh here's a guy and he shot his girlfriend like it's more like here's a rich person who shot his girlfriend that had taken inheritance or whatever right mm-hmm. so it's always like a like this like hey crime can happen anywhere and yeah. even though the, these people think they're too they're good enough to get away with it this goofball detective that they think's a goofball is gonna come and fucking get you yeah. and it's like every episode it's so fucking satisfying it is so satisfying to watch this dude in like a wrinkled ass trench coat be like oh wait hold on i think i think you fucked up also hey uh i think your life's over so you're going to jail i think every episode like this is the best it's so fucking good it's so well written because there's episodes like i was watching one before we did the podcast you don't see him for 30 minutes it's 30 minutes of the bad guy doing bad guy stuff like doing the crime, mm-hmm. and then he comes in, and and it's, it's just it's so well done. At least, you know, where I'm at. So, that's that's all I've been doing, man, this month. So, anything else you have, Zach? Before we we wrap, well, what else you got? Yeah, I mean the last was uh, a game that I just started playing a couple of days ago, and uh, might be my new unhealthy session. But I've been playing Pokemon United. Um. MOBA for free MOBA for the Nintendo Switch based around Pokemon. Uh, I think it's one of the only MOBA that I've played and I mean, see myself continue to play for a while. Because I've tried a bunch. I mean, I never tried Lead, but like, I've tried Dota. I tried Smite. I can't remember off the top of my head. But like, I've tried other MOBAs before. This is the one where it's like I'm playing and I'm like, you know what? I'm having fun with it. Maps are like, not as difficult, and there's not a whole lot of extra shit. I think the goal of each match is pretty simple. Like, you jungle the level quick. It's all based around a point system, so it's like you're jungling, you're jungling to also increase your character's power. So you score by defeating, you know, wild Pokemon or jungling, and then you enemy goalpost that are spread out on, you know, their half of the map. And you dunk points into their goalposts, and, you know, the more points you go, the further you have to go into your enemy's territory until you eventually, you know, get to, you know, as close to their home base as you could possibly be. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun with it. I have a good time with it. There's a good mix of Pokemon. I know that they are continually adding more. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with Lucario and Gengar, so... Awesome, yep. dude. Um, I haven't seen any of that at all. I don't think I. I don't think yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. I I'm terrible at mobas, and I'm I don't really have an interest in them. I tried League a couple times, but it never really held my attention. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I just like I don't know. I've never been a huge 
MOBA guy really like you know I've tried a few but none of them have really like caught my interest the one I probably played the longest was like Smite just because I think the gods are interesting but like gameplay wise I just didn't have fun I, I, I like that. Smite and also the was, item shit is always super I like confusing. Smite I played a good bit of Smite, not not a ton, but I played it more than any other MOBA. Yeah. Purely because it was a like th- over the shoulder, over the character third person like shooter, right? With yeah. the MOBA elements, so I could I had a better idea yeah. what of using WSAD or WAS or whatever, than like having to do the yeah. league click and then stuff. the point yeah, click. Just... Well, that's what I like about the Pokemon game, at least, is because you know you're doing with the analog sticks, you're using the movement, and then you. Use the upgrade sticks for your move choice and for upgrading and stuff like that. And then you've got your shoulder buttons for firing off your specials and whatnot. Gotcha. But, I mean, it's not, like, it's not too terribly complex, yeah, compared to, like, lead where it's a lot of, like, point and clicking. And it's also, like, the one thing that always turned me off to MOBAs is that it always gets so complicated with, like, builds for characters and mm-hmm. shit like that where you're, like, going through shops and there's, like, 100 different items. And I'm, like, I don't yeah. even know, like what I'm supposed to be looking at or like what I'm supposed to be yeah. buying to like make sure that I'm like not fucking up my character. And it's this with Pokemon, at least it's like, you've got a couple of items that you can like set before you go into the match that are like, just like passive bonuses. And then you've got like one item that is like on a cooldown, and you only have one of those at a time. So that's super easy to get a handle of. And then throughout the match, you're just making decisions about like, what move tree you go down and like how you upgrade your moves and right. stuff like that. So it's not like, it's not overly complicated is when you, it was whenever I watched like league or when I tried to play Dota and I was like, yeah. I can't, there's too much shit going on. And it's also like the, the building of the character is not like a s- simple progression of your spills. It's not a simple progression of your spill yeah. skills. It's also like, you have to like do all this extra shit of like all these different items and, Stuff that you have to stack up, so you have like the the right passives and the right whatever. So I mean, shit. I remember playing League with our friends. I couldn't even kill the PCs, like the CPUs or whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, this game, this game's yeah. not for me. Well, I'm just like, we went to our fr- yeah, we I think we went to Tyler's house last time, and they were like watching League, and I was like, no I have no clue what the fuck's going no on. Clue what's going on? Uh, well, Zach, man, uh, anything else you want to mention before we end the pod this week? No, that was it, man. Hey, Anything nothing else, else man. Guys, thanks what? for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll be back next week with more license of you again going into another solo focus next week. Uh, and then at the yes. end of August, we'll have another one of these big wrap-ups for the month. So we'll see you back next week. Thank you for watching. Thanks for listening. See you guys.